She a queen, she a goddess, she a diamond. She a queen, she a goddess, she a diamond. Hi, welcome, welcome, welcome to Billboard's podcast. Y'all will never guess who I have with me in the building. Yo-Yo, none other. Don't try to play her out. Welcome, Yo-Yo. It's the West Coast Diva. Tell them, follow the leader. It's your Harriet. Oh, my God. She's a diamond. She's a diamond. You're going to have to come out with a rap for that one. Right? All right. Um, Ladies, I've been in the game since the 80s. I'm finna show you how to spank these babies. I'm a grown woman. Best believe I'm my own woman. They still acting like it's high school homecoming. Take notes. These quotes from the West Coast is hostess. Never known for joking. My mic's smoking. I'm thought-provoking. I get the party open. Watch me. Put them on the back burner. They too sloppy to copy. Top me. Rock a little ice, but they can't knock me. Address me with respect at all times to get checked. Self-made player with fat checks and assets. Uh-oh, no-oh. Guess who's back? The West Coast diva helped put it on the map. It's yo, yo. Mm. Act like you know. They couldn't do it now. Back up in the studio with Shay and Diamond. Hey. Period. Period. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, a lot. I mean, this day, I've, I mean, I've been wanting this interview for a while. You know, <laughs> that good boo. You're going to wait for that good boo. That you good, know. That good, you good. Know? That good, yes. good. That good, good. Period. Good. I got that. Uh, 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 uh. I got that good, good. I got that, uh, uh. I got that, uh, 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 uh. Hey, bring it on back to me. Tell me what. Hey. Queen Latifah said that you put the West Coast on the map. How did you put the West Coast on the map? Wow. Shout out to Queen Latifah. I love Queen. Period. Period. You know, Queen is someone I look up to so much because she's been able to do what we've always wanted to do. You know, it's such a male dominated industry. She's been able to be able to voice her opinion, back it up. She's been able to create, she's been able to do what men do as a female in this industry. And people respect her because of that. Even men respect her. They respect the fact that she's a female yet she moves like, you know, she gets shit done. So yeah. That's a high honor. And so it, it goes to show you that you're just not no average J, uh, Jane in these streets. You know, I was talking about when we first met and just like the magic that you had. So amazed by your presence, of how humble you are. And you are a freaking icon. We grew up with you all the way from Martin, you know. <laughs> Can I say something? And meeting yes. you, you were the same just such so sweet, so patient, so understanding, which is um, the opposite of what you're saying. We have become friends. Yeah, you were just like so real. We exchanged numbers, like you follow me on social. Wait, I was wait, like, wait, she followed me on social. Did you bring me some Grey Goose? Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> and I think it was some gummies too. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah and that's gummies. Mm -hmm. I said, whatever my yo-yo want, honey. Yo-yo <laughs> gets. Whatever yo-yo wants. Yo-yo wants. We talked a lot about, like, energies and stuff like that when we first met. Mm -hmm. And we were so much on the same page. It's like when you meet somebody and you feel like you've known them forever. 
Yo-Yo would literally be somebody I hung with back in the day. If I, you know, that, that would be somebody I'd be like, oh, what color are we getting our braids? But, but Hold on, wait a minute. I said that to you. I said, sure we're well, hanging out. Sure did. Sure did. And we're still, we're still going to do that too after, after Rona is done. After Rona decides that she want to mind her business and stop coming up in well, people. I've been in this industry for almost 30 years. You really mm -hmm. don't see a lot of great people. You see a lot of people you meet and then you go, ah, I really wish, <laughs> you know, but you are one person <laughs> that I can say I was happy to meet. Oh I'm my God. So happy to meet you and to be your friend and to have a, a direct connect because you know that, right. that direct connect could win anyway. Right? It's so true. <laughs> but I am so grateful for that. I am so grateful that you did open up and that you were trusting and you were so approachable. And that's that's not a lot of that you find in people who have reached the level of success that you've managed to reach. And I want to say thank you guys because over the last couple of days, I have been so in the dumps. I've been texting my PR reps and my business coordinators, like, I'm Zoomed out, I'm this out. And they're like, yo, yo, what's wrong? And I'm like, oh, I don't feel like it. And when people call me, like, maybe an hour before, I'm like, oh, I don't feel like it. And then I realized, like, it's okay to talk about it. Like, I really am a little bit of stressed out behind this. Like, and and I hate to say, like, you know, people are like, oh, what do you need? You need money? No, it's, it's not the money that, but it is the money. But it's not the money that I'm stressed out about, but it is the not working for next year really bugs me, you know? And it's like, I have, I feel like, I don't feel like even I'm not going to, either I'm going to talk about it or I'm not going to talk about it. So I appreciate you guys Let me, talk about it because I feel like I'm just being fake if I don't talk about it. Of course. This, this is what we want. You know, yeah. we want the real, we didn't, you know, we don't yeah. want something staged. We don't want uh, a watered down version of coffee. We right. want the coffee, honey. Yeah. All black. You know, all it. black, no sugar, hey. no <laughs> So, all right. What made you be so fearless? Okay. I'm yo-yo fearless and you know, mm -hmm. My fearlessness came from my fear. And right. I decided to one day just almost like I read Donald Trump's approach long time ago before he came became president because I read a lot of his books, it, which is crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Which How do you feel about Donald Trump now? Well, well I don't really just, I, I mean, come on. I don't even talk about him. But because of me being just outspoken and being, I've learned, now I look at him, I say to myself, he's just, you know, that doesn't work for everything. Like him saying the, the, the cure is cured. Nobody's sick. It's, mm -hmm. you know, so me being, saying I was fearless is became, because he said, you know, you speak things like you want them to be. So me saying I'm fearless, mm -hmm. but in all aspects, I was fearful. Mm -hmm. But if I said I was fearless, people would think I was fearless. But, you know, I use that to turn my fear into fearless. And it worked. Because when you asked me what inspired me, it was women like you. It was women like you. It was women like Queen Latifah, MC Light, that came through the game and inspired us. I mean, we were like little shorties that coming up like, Yes! To be able to touch y'all, to be able to see y'all and, and see y'all so heavily represented, you yes. know, in, in a time that there, there wasn't a lot of female 
uh, representation going on. And so for y'all to step out so boldly, I could not tell by the way that you were going and, and how you represented yourself, fearless. So you've been labeled the protege of gangster rapper Ice Cube. Yes. Well, I, I met Ice Cube right after I got out of high school. He was leaving NWA. He was looking for a female artist. And he and I had a great friend uh, in common, T-Bone, who later became a member of the uh, lynch mob. T-Bone went to school with me, and he told me about you know, Ice Cube, of course, I was excited about it because I'd already heard, you know, all of NWA's music in Los Angeles. And I met Cube and he said, you know, he wanted to work together. We went to his mom's house where he lived uh, and we created music together. And he took me to New York. I met Miss Sylvia Rohn and, you know, it's been like, what, almost 30 years singing the same old song, you know, thanks to Ice Cube. Wow. Do you see a connecting, a reuniting with Cube? I know there's been like a little split. Do you see a, a reconnecting coming? Uh, you know, we've always connected. The beauty of us is, I think, you know, after so many relationships he's had with so many people, he's just ready for us to stand on our own and give him the, you know, gratification of what he's created. So for me, I'd love for us to do more work together, but in hindsight, we the work we've done together, we weren't able to work together because we've always, he's been over there, I've been over there, so I'd never do that again. You know, unless I was for sure that if we made a song together, we would be, you know, we could actually perform it. People can actually see us together. So, no, for me. Okay. But support, yes, but the performance, no. Oh, yeah. How about how about being in in the rain, super duper fly? Oh, you know I love Missy. How was it being in the rain? You know I love Missy. Missy is one of the me first too. artists that ever accepted me, and I love her because she is the first artist that ever gave any of us our 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 flowers. Talk about she it. She has mm. been just a sweetheart. She has shown up to video shoots. She has brought like flowers. I mean, in the best way. She has spoke highly of all of us, you know. And I, that's it. Never happened like that for me. I mean, I never got that kind of love. I love Little Kim, but I never got that kind of love for Little Kim. I love Foxy Brown. I never got that kind of love for Foxy. I love Eve. It was but Missy. I never got that. Missy was the. Mm one to ever make me feel like I love her. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. And Cardi B is the second one. Cardi B too? She gave you love? Well, she always gives everybody love. You know, people just don't know that about Cardi. Uh, Cardi. I mean, seriously, I didn't know she was such a sweetheart. Yeah, she really is a sweetheart. Wow. Yeah, but Missy, I, uh, let me not take it away from Missy. Mm-hmm. Cardi can't be like Missy. If you don't know that, then Missy is the dom of it. She is, I mean, she, MC Light, Queen Latifah, Salt, well, um, Spin from Spinderella, I mean, from Salt and Pepper, um, Shantae, Roxanne Shantae, Moni Love, 
rage, of course, you know. Mm-hmm. I, mean, so, I love rage. Um, there's so many other women, sweet tea, sugar tea. I mean, I have so many women that have been like success. I mean, but never none of them at the top of their game, like Missy. Right. No, you're you're right. You're definitely right. What about Lisa Left Eye Lopez? You know, I never really got a chance to really hang out with her the way I wanted to. You know, we were in love with the same guy at the same time, Pac. We uh-huh. never really got the we, we never really had the relationship we could have had. Sad but true. So it was it was it was a man that came in between it. We never really no. had a relationship. Yeah, we saw each other one time, and I went to say something to her. She ignored me, and I, and I looked at Pac. He was like, yeah. She was like, yeah, talk to her. I was like, oh, God, what the hell? <laughs> no way. Are you serious? <laughs> I was like, what? You fucking her? Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Are you serious? <laughs> but, you know, it, it never, I, I never was in, we never got a chance to be friends. Sad but true. Wow. So, so like when you listen to like freedom, I mean, you kind of like think that there was this like unity, like never before Angela Davis. You well, know- we always had unity. I, I never, like I said, I never knew her. I, I only met her. I mean, we seen each other. We never was great friends, you know, and, and, and but that's just me. I'm, I'm a homebody. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was never the type that I don't go to people's house and, you know, all my friends come to my house. Missy's been to my house. Light's been to my house. Queen's been to my house. You know, sugar tea. You know, there's people who's been to my house. Moni's been to my house. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I, we weren't that. You know, only if we're tight, we're tight. You know, uh, Mia X. You know, if we were tight, we're tight. But other than that, I we just never had that kind of. Um, I'm telling you, the woman who showed me first sisterhood was MC Light. I've never had a sister like Light. Wow. She's my first sister in entertainment, period, that ever, ever, ever in life. I mean, I've, I've loved Queen. I've seen Queen in Philly. I mean, in, in Jersey, you know. Salt and Pepper. I've seen them all. We've been tight and all that. But the first sister I've ever felt like there was no competition or no nothing was Light. Wow. She is my best ever, and I love her to death. See, I needed you when I first moved here too to find out who's who on the phone, though. You know, not you know, not doing an interview, but like girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know, but you know what it is? It's because, you know, you know. It's hard to trust people. It's so hard, especially for, for, for people like you and I, who are just like energy people who goes off, yeah. off, 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 you know, feeling. And we have these strong feelings. And I believe that we're right when we're on it, you know. And so, you know, again, Hollywood doesn't really give you the, you know, themselves. They put on a, on a mask. And yeah. so they, they show you who they want you to see. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting that some people, you know, for, for especially for you, you've been in, this, in the game for over 30 years. So mm-hmm. you know who is who. Mm-hmm. You know who is who. Mm-hmm. And speaking of that, I kind of want to go on something a little edgy, you know, for a second, because I was like, like I ran into some, something and stumbled upon something, some juice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got to ask about that juice, honey. You dating Tupac Shakur yes. in the 90s. Yes. And you were the last person that was seen with him shortly before he died. 
how was the experience living, you know, with this legend? Like, you know, having a piece of that, we were all in the same lives, I say, you know, like, yeah. like we only experienced y'all from a distance. So the life that y'all lived has always been just like this adoration that you know, we've, we've had. What's the, the real deal? First of all, the last time I saw him, I never thought he was going to die. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling him, like, you know, people are calling up here for you. Like, people want to know what you're doing and how you're doing. And, you know, you know, people are seeing that they are this people and that people and they want to. And I was just like, just be strong. You know, you're going to make it. And the fact that I, when I left Pac that day, I just knew that Pac was going to survive. Um, when they called me and said that, um mm-hmm that Pac didn't make it, it just hurt my spirit because I felt like, damn, if I'd have known he wasn't going to make it, I would have never left. You know, mm-hmm. I would have never left him. I would have just been by his side. And I, I know that for a fact. I know that. Yeah, I would have just stayed there with him. But I, I swore that, you know, I just knew he was just going to make it. And um, the beauty of it is, is, I mean, how could you ever say somebody's ready to die? But... Right. Um... I just but think he was that, at peace. I think I don't think he was at peace. No, mm-hmm. I don't think he was at peace, Diane. I wouldn't say that. I would think that he was um, that he thought he was going to live too. Oh wow! He thought he was going to, you know. I think that he thought he was lived. He would live to see, to see another day to tell his story and to talk his shit and pop his collar and you know. You know, couldn't kill me, niggas. <laughs> he inspired so many, left his mark on, on this world in a way I've never seen nobody else do. You know, um, what made me love him so much is because he really cared for the community. And that was pretty much our connection. You know, when, when I think about he and I, and, you know, if when I ever think about him in my life, like, you know, the fact that, you know, he doesn't know my kids and, you know, or you know, the fact that he hasn't been to my new house or I always think like, and I say to myself, like, you know, he would always, he'd be like, everything that I am is everything he thought I would be, which makes me feel good. So many people just like, you are our our history. You're like, I'm talking to a history book now. So you left him for your baby daddy, basically. No, no, no. We we separated. We no, no, no. We separated. Mm-hmm. We separated. Like you know, we we've always been. We were always lovers. We were always friends. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we were just friends. At the end, at the end, we were always friends. We just had a relationship. You know, we just. I can't explain it. You know, um, I can't explain it. It's almost like we had an understanding. Mm-hmm. You know when he passed away and I found out all the people he'd been with, I was like, what, what the hell you want? You know, I, I can't believe it, but you know, it, you know, I'm not surprised, you know, Hey, listen, you know, use a Mac, but mm-hmm. you know, um, the beauty of our relationship is the Mac of him could never out Mac me. And I knew that our friendship was bigger than the Mac he was. And so I'm Ooh, confident. Wait a minute. I think you need to say that again. I don't remember it. 
You know, I just know that, you know, the love we share can never be compared. And, and that made me feel so good no matter who he was with or what he went through in his life. I always know our love was sincere. I always mm -hmm. know that he loved me. And if he could ever met my kids, he would love them the same. If he was alive today, no matter who he was with, he would be at my pool party. He would call my mom and wish her happy Mother's Day. You know, I know that he would have been like a friend of mine. Like, you know, like nothing would have ever stopped our communication. Um, but death. But death. That's right. Whew. So you're getting emotional. Oh my God, you're gonna get me That's crying. You can't do that. I know, but you know what? I never really speak about him. And you know, he, his sister and I always talk about it. And, I, and I'm so sorry for bringing this up too. No, no, it's, no, it's... no, but it's okay. Because you know what? He's a part of my history. And you know, mm -hmm. every time I speak about him, I keep his name alive. And, and you know, I think about that when his sister told me like, you know, save your stories for your book. And yes. you know, but every time I speak about him, it's like me, you know, I. I don't have a book to write about Pac. I got a book to write about my life, and he might be included mm -hmm. in my book. Period. I don't have a book to write about my book. I don't have a book about Pac. Period. It's, it's going to make it more juicy because Pac was in it. People want to know. But, the, but, you know, but my life is going to be yeah. my life. He was a part of my life, but he wasn't my life. Right. Totally. You know, and I wasn't his complete Your life, life. right. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. You know, we were friends, and I have a story mm -hmm. to tell about him, and um, you know, and I admired who he was. What made me love him the most was that he was the first, you know, in LA, they just, you know, we, we lack culture here. Our culture was blood and crips. Um, you know, either you was a high ruler or a low ruler. So meeting this young guy who had East mm -hmm. Coast eyes and was from the Bay where the Bay, you know, they had more, they really, you know, that was Hugh Pugh. P. Newton was from, you know? And so his mom was a part of the Black Panther organization. So it was just different for me. So to hear him talk the shit he talked, to spit the shit he spit, and then to be just the person he was, I was just in love with him, you know? And and mm -hmm. and, and that's the artist in me. I love somebody who can spit, mm -hmm. you know? It's one of the reasons why I love Nas. Not that I'd ever made him or nothing, but no, not like that. But that's one of the reasons why I love him. I love no, him. no, no. I was I was talking about from the from the juicy end of just like loving his, you know, because he's brilliant. He's a he's an amazing, love, amazing lyricist. I love the. But brain. when you said you when you said you wouldn't sleep with him, I was just like, <laughs> what's oh. wrong with you? Oh, no, 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 no. CL nice. What about LL Cool J? No, I know his wife too well, and I love him so well. But when I saw him, oh like, shoot! Ago, when I saw him two years Man ago in that studio, I said, "Oh my goodness!" I was like, "You look the same, girl." I said, "You oh, look Jesus. the same." I think to myself, "Thank God I know your wife." Oh. But you, but you know, I think she know how fine that man is. Oh, but that's the reason why she got with him. So, sister, like, like you know, I am. I love his wife. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, I, yeah, not me. Yeah, not definitely me. not. Definitely. And, I, and, there and, are. And Pac, and Pac, and then, you know, and Cuba kill me. Uh. But you know, that's one of the, my, my thing too, and I, I really respect that with you, uh, about you too, is I don't mess with no married man. Of course. I just don't dabble with other folks' things. Yeah. You know, and 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 that's honorable. I, I really love that too, that you was like, uh uh, you know, he's finding the money. <laughs> 
Hello. I'm just listen. We all have past, honey. I'm saying that the the women that we are today. Yes, praise God. You know, after after growing, after you know, it's just it's still good. You know, it was all uphill for me. How does it feel to be Grammy nominated? You know, it feels good. I mean, I don't know if it really works. I mean, we use it all the time for everything. You know, it feels good to be active. Mm -hmm. I just feel good to be relevant. You'll always be relevant. I don't know where this comes from, but you will always be relevant. I mean, not, I'm telling you, it's not. And people Mm -hmm. think that you have to work for it. It's not. You, but nobody works harder than you. You say that now, but it's because I work. Mm-hmm. But if if I sleep a year, you will forget about me. It's true. And this is what this industry needs to recognize. I'm only alive because I'm alive. The right. day I fall asleep, I'll be asleep to the industry. Right. I'm only alive because I'm alive. You understand? Mm-hmm. So, you know, so Grammy nominated only do you only will do you good if you are alive. And alive right. being being alive, not just alive being alive. But mm-hmm. you know, so it's good for me, but shit, you are what you are. I, I you know You're only as good as the last um thing you did for somebody, the last project. Forget you about did. you like yesterday, like you know, I, like let Nicki Minaj sleep another year and see what happens. Right. No, it's real. No, let her sleep in one more year. She can stay gone this year if she wants to. Sleep one more year, see what happens. It's true. It's true, and she can't sleep for that whole year. She can't sleep. Beyonce she can't sleep for that whole year. She's going to have problems. Beyonce she have to still try to... slept when she had those kids, and she came right back out. She knew she couldn't sleep too long. She was like, this is a nap. She took a nap on us, but she knew mm-hmm. she couldn't fall asleep on us. You cannot fall asleep in this industry, and I'm not trying to be the next Nicki Minaj. I'm not trying to be the next Cardi B, but what I am trying to be is the name you recognize when I go into this boardroom and I'm talking education for the Los Angeles mm-hmm. Unified School District. I am trying to have a name that is recognizable and notable when I go into these boardrooms and speaking to people, when I'm in front of this um, judiciary conference and speaking about, you know, I need that. I need it to be necessary for me to have a name because they only consider you somebody when you are in mm-hmm. lights. Yeah. So yeah, I have to keep my name live because when I go and talk about my community, I need them to know who Yo-Yo is. I don't, even, I don't want them to keep saying, yo, you know, how long can they say Yo-Yo from Martin or you can't play my Yo-Yo? So I have to reinvent myself and make myself, give myself a new meaning. Well, I I don't know because Martin's gonna be on forever. Hey, and, and I love him for and that. We we love Shanene. I'm telling. You. Have you been? I've been great. I have. I've been. I I have. I've been. Has great. it been hard to stay in? No, because I'm thinking about just the importance of it. You know, like I don't want to die. Let's be real. Yes. I don't feel like it's my time yet. I feel like I still got some stuff to do. And everybody else out here in these streets, they're acting reckless. You know, um, they'll be the ones to figure out if it's real or not. You know, I don't think it's real. Uh, it, it could always, you go ahead with your conspiracy theories. I'm not going to do that. I'm normally a, a conspiracy theorist. Oh, wow. I'm not going to do that right now. Because right now, if I get a little cough or something or somebody coughing outside in the neighborhood, I'm not... <laughs> You know, and so, so, 
I'm not playing with it. I got stuff to do. I got a dream to come into fruition. I don't have time to, be, to, to play. So if that means doing this downtime, it's time for me to start working on myself. Yes. It's working on, it's time for me to start honing in on my craft. And, you know, um, and before love comes and come knocking on the door, I want to make sure that I'm ready and I'm whole, I'm, I'm ready. I'm not the jealous type. You know, I'm not chasing nobody down the street. Somebody's like, yo, right. Nick, bro, you will, you know, oh, you will conform. Right. You know, I don't, I don't even want to say the N word, <laughs> you know, but it's, it's, um, I want to be ready mentally. And so I, I believe this gives me a perfect time. Just like when I had a little set down time, you know, when I had the 10 years in prison, I was able to sit down no, and really tell think. Me. Yes. No, oh, I honey. don't know. Tell me. Okay. Please tell I, me. I, you know, okay. I committed an armed robbery. Okay. Because I wanted to, I wanted to transition. I wanted to be done with just what comes with being a trans, you know, person and fitting in. I wanted to fit in with society. I wanted to blend in more. I didn't want to stick out like a sore thumb. I knew my experience. I didn't yes. have any doubts about who I was. You know, right. I just know I, I needed some things to do in order for people to see who I was. Yes. And so I had to make some changes and that was some changes I couldn't afford. And so the only way I thought about doing it was, hey, Huh, um, robbery. And so it was my first crime. And I did it and I got incarcerated in a men's institution for 10 years. And so it was during that experience, I realized so much. It was a it was a it was a sit down. It was more than the sit down that we doing right now. Right. So right, you know, right. so so that's how I know that we can get through this, you know. Um But it does was, it feel like does this feel like any of that to you right now? No, because we still can go to the store. Okay. You know, we still can go outside. It's not somebody, it's not somebody at this point right now, where right. we're at right now in time. Yes. There are there are no enforcers coming through and saying, hey, uh, get back in your house. No, we still can go out, but we're just doing it responsibly. And so, but having someone to tell you when you can sit down and wipe your ass, so somebody to tell you when you got to go to sleep, yes. somebody shouting at you 24 hours a day. Wow. You know, yeah. it, it, you know, it's just, it's, it's so many different, um, facets to that, that this, we can do this. I mean, this is a, just a time, a short time for us to sit down, um, hone in on our craft. This is time for, for, for Yo-Yo to be writing. This is a time for Shea Diamond to be writing. This is a time for us to talk about our projects that we about to do together. This is, we still working. We're artists. It never stops. You know, it's certain jobs. It never stops because we have to be there and to inspire our people. You have a whole collective waiting on you. They want to hear how are you dealing with it? Because you've inspired people for years. So now they want to see how are you getting through that? And you're a representation of how they can get through it. And you know what's so crazy about that? Because um, I got a call from Lady B in Philly. Mm -hmm. And Lady B said she was doing a wellness check on you, you know? Mm -hmm. And you know, I talk to um, one of my um, business coordinators, Alex Hill, all the time. And we sit on the phone like we're brothers and sisters all the time. And so I was telling him, you know, like I was not feeling good. I was like, I'm not feeling too good. But yet I just did this call in with Lady B in Philly on the radio. She was doing a wellness check on me. She saw me with my mama. She's like, how's Mama Mia doing? And I was just mm -hmm. like, Mama Mia's doing 
good. I love Mamma Mia. Oh, God. I'm sorry for cutting you off, but I, I just had to, to, to put that out there. Can I bring you to Mamma Mia? Period. Yes, yes, of course. All right, yes. So um, after I got off the phone with her, I was just saying, like, I should have said, like, I'm just feeling a little bit, um, not, I'm not feeling that good. But I felt like because I was yo-yo, I needed yeah. to say I was feeling great and things were great. And I, but when I hung up, mm -hmm. I was like, I, I should have said to her, like, I'm fucking afraid. I'm scared right now. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, mm -hmm. um, I've, I haven't, you know, my, mom, you know, a lot of the access that's been accessible to a lot of people because of my own independent business, it hasn't been accessible to me. You know, mm -hmm. pay that they're giving out is for the payroll. It's not for businesses. And and, and right. as a business entity, I'm I'm suffering. I can't get the corona re relief. I can't get any of that. Mm -hmm. You know, I and, and so I'm you know, it's almost like I'm I want to act like I've got it all and things mm -hmm. are great for me right now. Because image is everything, and that's how you're gonna get more work is is by. But two days mm -hmm. before I was sick, I, I woke up like I wanted to stay in my pajamas. I was feeling mm -hmm. like, oh, fuck, I'm just not feeling good. Like, and it, you know, my mom was like, did you apply for unemployment? Unemployment's not for me, you know? Mm -hmm. I got a business, you know? I don't even file as an individual. You know what I mean? Right. You know, the shit that they goes for them, you know, I have to file as a business. And the business mm -hmm. grants that they're giving is not for me. It's for my payroll. I don't need a payroll. My payroll is on EDD. The mm -hmm. people who, you know, it's not for me. They already getting uh, ex uh, money from unemployment. The people I need, you know, my business needs to be funded. Period. And, and you know, and, Period. and one thing that I could say for myself is I'm doing great. We'll right. I'm so not. I'm so glad that you're, you're being real because the, the, the reality of it is people need to hear the truth. Because it's somebody else going through it. So they, the last thing they need is celebrities sitting up there lying. They I'm already smelling, saying I'm doing good. But when I hang up, I'm like, fuck. I'm just like, oh, God, I got to think of this new fucking new wave. I got to think of shit I'm doing. I'm like, oh, I'm so mm -hmm. stressed. I'm like, oh, God, what am I really doing? You know, and then I talk on the phone. Hey, how's everything going? You get your unemployment, mm -hmm. you get your stimulus, you get your this, you get your that. Right. No, I never got any of that. I can't get it. Right. No, trust me. Trust me. We're in the same standing. I've never got we any. This, we in the same standing. You know, any anything I fill out, they want to know my payroll. My payroll is getting EDD in my business. Is mm -hmm. But the truth of it is, you know, after I got off the phone with um Lady B in Philly asking for my wellness check, I said to myself, like, I I wish I, I felt like if I would have been realer, you know. I would have, you know, like, I'm so sick of being happy and not being happy. I'm so sick of seeing I'm right. I'm so sick of smiling, even though I'm a smile because that's just me. But mm -hmm. this pandemic has really affected me. This too mm -hmm. much sitting in my house and sitting in my bed and this stay at home and everybody saying, yo, yo, stay at home. It's almost right. like, it's almost like a challenge. Mm -hmm. No, it's a challenge for me. It's almost saying, listen, for me as an independent artist, being independent my whole life, it's for me, it's almost like saying, how much longer can I sit before I start thinking of my, so, okay, so I sit and I think, mm 
and I have to plan. But what I'm thinking is if I, in my life, let's just say in my life, if I set like regular people, I would never be who I am. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, half of three quarters of my mind is thinking I can never sit like the regular person, no matter what it's going on in the world. That's true. But you, but you setting the stage up right now though. That the look at this whole um, sit down phase as just setting up the stage. And right now you're building a whole new foundation. And so after this is over with, the world has changed again. It has. So, so well, it's, it's about is, to the world. I always like to, you know, question the world. Like, that's why I like to, you know, you said, Oh wait, you're interviewing me because it's almost like what, what else can I say? I don't want to promote anything else. I want to hear what the world is saying. I want to hear mm-hmm. what you're saying at the end of the day, because at the end of the day, I'm thinking like, what else can I say? What else can I promote? The world is changing. The world is not going back to what we know it as. And whatever I'm promoting today is not going to be the way it is tomorrow. So let me figure out what people who are interviewing me are thinking, because mm-hmm. what I need is a peer group. So I'm surrounding myself with people who are like me, who are saying themselves, not people who are sitting in a, you know, they're not swimming in money. I'm not swimming in money. You know, my, I don't, if I don't work, I don't eat. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'd love to, you know, challenge Period. everybody that owes Period. me. But if I go to challenge everybody that owes me any money, it would be just, that would be the rest of my life. Cause I would spend my rest of my life fucking fighting people. And so I've already forgiven people who owe me Mm -hmm. and that's not my battle anymore. So my life is waking up every day, creating a new me. Now the new me is not happening anymore. Mm -hmm. So when people say, well, what are you doing? It's like, well, shit, I was swimming. I was living. I was thriving. I was waking up every morning with the fucking, you know, when the sunlight hurts my eyes, you know, uh, yes. You know, I was waking up like Bill Withers every morning, thinking like I have gonna a, be a better day. Be a better day every day. I was thinking like as long as I can wake up and fight, but now to wake up and not do nothing and to sit at home and to wake up and do interviews every day and then to look at my kids and I'm like, oh, did you? You know, my mom, did you file for unemployment? That's never been my life. I've never been that person. So now it's almost like, okay, grants. Okay, yeah, but even for grants and stuff, okay, yeah, but you know, okay, yo, yo, go for the grants. They got this grant. They got this grant. Yo, yo, go for this grant. Yo, yo, let me tell you about this grant, you know? And and I'm like, okay, how much are they giving? You know, and they like- five, One of those grants, right. Yeah, one of those grants, five grand, you know, and, and me, you know, one day I want to run for Congress. And that's the mm-hmm. reason why my kids have never been on unemployment or we never asked the government for help, which I know, you know, my true fool set me free. But this one, those are some of the reasons why I never applied for any of that stuff. Because you said you want to you want to run for Congress? Yeah. Wow. So is, is that the first time you've talked about that? Publicly, probably. Yeah, I've never heard that. That's amazing. I would love to see you 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 do that because you've built community. And regardless of what happens, you're going to always be yo-yo. And so you've built a legacy. I don't think you understand just what you've done. And 
So it may look bad. It may look like, you know, that you, you're, but you're yo-yo. Trust you, me, you're going about, after this it. is over with, people are still going to be talking about you because of you this show. They're going to be talking about you. I love the grind of it. I love it. You know, the, the sad part about it is for me because I, I'm, I'm such a community activist. So with everybody suffering, it's almost like you'd have to pay everybody. You know, and I have a team, you know, I have a great mm-hmm. team that works with me and, you know, a- alongside me. Now you just have to recreate. So when you see people who are are really suffering, not really suffering financially, suffering mentally of what's next, it's because, you know, this new norm, it's going to it's going to build a stable of champions, those who can raise up and come up out of this. Mm-hmm. For me to be an artist and for me to be a entertainer and then to have a nonprofit for a school of hip hop, which is mm-hmm. an academics program, and then for me to do a mentoring program for young girls, it's kind of like a little bit shabby for me sometimes. Because, you know, you have to do all of that all over again in a different kind of way. I called my girl who owns um, two nail salons. She owns one in Carson, and she has the biggest nail salon, and she has one in Orange County, the beauty bar. And I called her, and I said, well, what are you going to do? She said, I'm not going to do anything, yo-yo. She said, "My, you know, the people who work for me are, are scared to come out. And then I said, well, what about your business? She said, you know, it's nothing she could do because – you know, same thing I'm complaining about. It's not beneficial to the person who has to, you know, it's beneficial to the people who have to pay their employees, but it's not beneficial to the business that has to sustain itself. So Mm -hmm. I was just thinking to myself, like, wow, you know, and, and, you know, when I hung up from her, I felt like I was just being a mentor. Again, I'm like, listen, don't sleep. These young millennials are going to be fucking creating mobile apps and mobile shits. And you better think about that, you know, but for a person who works inside, who are trying to create, you know, that's my whole thing of sitting at home doing. So it's not that I'm afraid or it's like, it's a bad thing for me. It's just the time for people to think and you, you can't think like you got it. Right. You can't think like, oh, it's okay for me. That's the worst kind of thinking right now because Mm -hmm. so many people are afraid to say, I'm fucking scared that that bothers me that that, I don't hear another people saying that, that I'm scared. Especially people of color because we're disproportionately affected. I'm like, everybody's okay but me? It's black folk. It's black folk that's dying more. Oh God, that drives me crazy. Right. I'm the only one who's scared. Right. Right. That's because everybody's not being real. You know, people are still putting on. And when you think about Hollywood, Hollywood, I mean, it's a stage play. And so nobody's gonna come out and say, Hey, oh my God, I cry at night. I'm scared. You know, you know right. like how long can this last me? Okay, I was okay with my how long can I now pay these saying, bills? And now they're saying Ju- and, and not only me, I have a team with me. You know, mm-hmm. that I have a people, I have people that rely on me too. I have, you know, you know, here I am giving away uh, scholarships when, you know, mm-hmm. you know, my mind is telling me the last damn week that I gave away scholarships, I was like, you know, it caught me like, yo, yo, are you giving away? And I said, yes. But in my spirit, I was like, I should fucking say I can't. But yet, what did I do? You gave. I know you did. I know you. You gave. But 
I mean, it's but, gonna it's gonna come it, back around. It's, it's okay, gonna come back around. It's gonna come back around. Talk, but that's why we have to talk about great opportunities. We have to talk about this. If this is planning to be the new norm, then we have to speak about it as if we are being honest about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have to speak about it like as if you know, and think about the next. And, and this is the only way I can think of it. Like I told my team, I don't like doing zooms. I said, you know, I'm mm-hmm. zoomed out. I told them I'm zoomed out. He's like, okay. And only reason why I'm zoomed out is because I'm I'm now in my creating stage. Right. So I don't want people to see me look like I'm afraid, or I don't want them mm-hmm. to see me in my thought process because that that for me is a as a but you know, as long as we're being open and honest, it's okay. You can always cut the visual out. And they, they can only see um, audio. They can only hear audio. Yeah, but I didn't want to do that with you. And nor did my team because, you know, they know how much, <laughs> you know, they they knew how much I wanted to do it. They kept calling me like, yo, yo, make sure you're on, you know, and they know how much I love, you know, I wanted to do this with you. So I'm grateful to even have this conversation with you because I know oh, we yeah. can do great music together. Yeah, period. Period. Which is probably going to start pretty soon anyway. Yeah. So... We now now we have um, actual actual sessions, and yeah. how do we make those sessions happen? And Zoom is how we make some of those sessions happen too. Um, you know, now the studio part is no problem. You know, the amazing Justin Trenter. You know, he he has his own studio, so yeah. I you know that space we don't have to be in there at the same time or you know we get there's still mind. social distancing i don't mind you know, you know no, i mean the social distance is good have you really been social distancing yeah the, the last time i went to the oh the last time i went to the studio my guitarist and i that was doing pr- production he wasn't in the same room we were behind the door recording wow. and so a, a lot of the songs like you're hearing now like the i am america yes oh we were distanced Wow. Yeah, we were distanced doing that. We still can make music. We just we're just doing it safe now. It's just like you know we're thinking of t- we're t- putting out all the step all the stops now. And um, so crazy though a little bit. I'm so afraid. It is. It is a little. Right? It is. It is. I'm not gonna lie and say it's it's not because there's a, a certain interaction that we need. I know what you. I know what you mean. There's a certain interaction that we need. Especially, you know, when I go into like the production room, I'm like, wait a minute, uh, can you move this over? Can you, can you? Right, you right. know, you can't do that. And so, you know, you still just like listening in the other room on your headphones and you're communicating over the headphones like, hey, can we bring that down a little bit? Oh, can we add this? Oh, can we, oh, you know, you still, but just to be able to get back in the studio was right. so, I don't know, so fulfilling. Yeah, and so and so, no matter how we have to do it, getting out for that little time I I got out of the house, it was good. It 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 felt good. My spirit felt good getting up out of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what city are you in? I'm in Hollywood. Okay, okay. I'm I'm in South Bay. I want to talk more about your love and hip hop endeavor. Yes. I saw a few interviews, and they asked you already why were you on there, and you. Explain quite clearly, honey, or if I wasn't on there, then this generation would know about me. Right. And so how is your experience there being an OG coming through there and them girls are messy and, you know, all that old good stuff and fighting and, and I don't, I don't, I don't watch it. So I'm, I may be over talking a little bit, no, no, you, you know, know, only cause you own it. Will I watch it? 
because you thought you you said in the past that um, hip hop is getting let down. You know, I, I think that I was happy to be a part of it because I felt like, you know, of course, it was a way to reintroduce myself to an industry that really gave two fucks about old school hip hop. They just mm -hmm. don't care. And, you know, women always get the butt end of the stick and they really don't care about us. You know, and, mm -hmm. and a lot of, you know, when you're a woman, other women feel like they need to compete with you. Period. So it was it's like, I just wanted to do it because, you know, listen, I was, to be totally honest, I was ready for a fight. Mm -hmm. It just never came. The mentor in me never let the fight come out. <laughs> when you said you was ready for, for a fight, what do you mean? I mean, I was just ready just to be me in, in a big setting. I was like, what else do I have to fucking lose? Like, I'm ready to just be me in a world where people need some auntie love. They need yes. some real, you know, say what you want to say to me and let me love you with a fight. Right. Fight you with some love. The fact that I respect the newcomers coming in gives me the opportunity to work with them. And I think that says a lot. You are absolutely what this industry still needs in this time. I don't care what happens. Like you are still relevant. You are still, I mean, the, the ultimate role model. How is it being a mommy anyway? Well, first of all, it's training. Mm -hmm. It's exciting. I mean, look, you got me in one of those moments. I'm like, it's training, but it's exciting. Um, it's a, it's an adventure. You know, that's why I do so much community work. Mm -hmm. Because I realized throughout my years that it's not just, you know, like I need someone to village my kids and that's why I village other people's kids. Because the village is so important. Mm -hmm. And it's it's bigger than what you can imagine. You know, like, I can probably help your kid more than you can help your kid. Period. They're going to listen. Just it's just how, that, that's how it goes. That's how, yeah. that's why the phrase came from, it takes a village to, 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 to raise, you know. Kid, yes. It's because you're not going to listen to your mom. But if, if a stranger tell you, sit your butt down, it's going to surprise you. I've done that before. I've told people, I said, after the mother done said it, and I turn around, I'll be like, sit down. They do it. Exactly. And then, they look, then they look at their mama like this because they've never he heard someone speak to them in that way. Yes. Because, like, you know, it's something about mommy. You still look at mommy as mommy, as a nurturer. as yes. but you. So you don't. I, it's a sense of fear that you kind of lose after a while because you know that this person protects you and keeps you safe from from harm. So, so it's like now you're like, okay, I don't do what they She's just going to plug me anyway. I've, you know, so yeah, when you get somebody else like that says, oh no, honey, the reinforcer. The reinforcer. I need to get a shirt mm. that says that. I am the reinforcer. Yes, period. The original reinforcer. Listen, and that's how it feels being a mom. Because mm -hmm. sometimes I say to my daughter, like, okay, okay, party's time's up. Mm -hmm. Mom, oh, you just don't get it. Oh, you know, and sometimes I feel like guilty because I'm yo yo a little bit. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I be feeling like, oh, you give everybody else your love and attention. So I'll give mm -hmm. extra love and attention. But when I say enough is enough, you mean it. I freaking mean it to the worst. Do you have that look in your eye? It's time. Do you have the, that mama look? I don't want to know about that mama look. Do you got that mama look when it's time, when you've had it? Yep. When, you, when you're trying to say, I mean this. You know what? 
when they ask me something, mom, can we go? I'll just go in my, I'll just keep walking and go in my room. And <laughs> well, mom, never so come you're done with it. So and, you're I'll done never, with it. and I'll never come out again. <laughs> mom, I know you hear me, mom. And I never hear me. I want to talk about IB. WC as well. Yes. All right. So our organization, we just partnered with the Tupac Amir Shakur Foundation. Um, um, Pac's sister and I have um, partnered. So my yo-yo school of hip hop um, does this, the art side of their academics. And in 2021, we have a young girls retreat that we are doing and we are um, involving six other organizations that deal with young girls. And so I'm excited about working with them and, you know, the Intelligent Black Women's Coalition alongside of the Yo-Yo School of Hip Hop. And just really, just really being, you know, this new generation of girls, just, you know, the generation, like we spoke about earlier, you know, I can't be the best mom to my kid. I might need your help. Right. You know, my neighbor can't be the best mom to their kid they might need my help. That's where the village comes in. And so we're missing that. And I just feel like, you know, us teaming together, talking about mental illness, talking about support, you know, talking about sisterhood, mm-hmm. dealing with young girls on their level, letting them be, you know, and bringing in the right resources to professionally engage them and help them is what we need, you know, without it being a financial gain or a financial situation for an organization. You know, it's about being poor, hungry, and needy. Mm. And that's what we want to provide. Period. Wow. I absolutely love it. I mean, this is what, this is the type of conversation I really want to have. And These are the conversations that I kind of want to hear from our influencers that I don't get a chance to get. And so I kind of like tune out. I said, I don't don't subscribe to a lot of this music and a lot of these artists just because of that. Yeah. That's why I had to have you on here. It was so important for so many reasons. I love you so much. And I'm such a fan. Let's say that. I'm such a fan. I, I just want to be open and I, I can't wait to work with you. I think I, I want to Afro beat with you with a little bit of go-go in it. And I, I just, want okay. to you. you know, I want to work with you. And I think that um, we will create something great. I follow you. You're not just a yo-yo fan. I am your fan too. So we talked about the importance of us actually making music together and just what it looks like in solidarity with a, a, a black trans woman and a cis woman, Yes, you know, making music i mean and what that shows to the world mm-hmm. you know um because you're like the mother of this of 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 all this you know and if we want to get into it you know you were just like People. a major baby you know yeah, and it, you were raised in the love. you know, you know so we talk about love mm-hmm. but we really talk about love you know what is love you know what is mm-hmm. love and until we start showing that and we see no colors, you know, because mm-hmm. you know, even when I talk about stuff in my community, even when I talk to the kids, you know, my mom always goes, oh, you know, they don't understand. I have to look them in their eyes. They're 10 and 12. You know, and I look, I say, promise me you're going to college. 
you know, and I look at them, I say, what do, what, why do you want to go to college? You know, but I look at them in their eyes and I talk, and that's what love is. Love is having a mutual respect and, and an ex- expectation. You know, I expect you to love me back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't give a shit about nothing else, but mm-hmm. I, as long as you hold me to a higher expectation, I'm going to love you for that. You know, I'm going to love that you saw something more of me and better than me. And you saw mm-hmm. me, not just for who I am. So when I talk to young girls and I tell them or young boys and I say, you know, listen, you, you know, you better go to college. And, you know, I, you know, I, I always I, I'm always the one who's going to instill something. I'm going to say something. People see me years later. Go, remember you told me this. I don't remember. But I, I know I said something to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember what I said, but I know I said something. <laughs> you sure did. You sure did. And I'm inspired. I, I think I stalk your page now because just like because there's so much amazing stuff on there. Like you're you're all over the world and you're influencing the youth. You're doing what everybody is claiming today that they want to do and they never do. Well, you're do me one thing. Working with our youth, our youth love you. And you're teaching them English. I mean, making English fun again and and showing them that, hey, it's more to being a rapper. You know, it's it's a whole thing. You're a lyricist at this point and you need your English. And so you break it down to a point that is understandable. You're like the teacher that we've always like wanted in school that makes learning fun again. But do me one favor. Don't mm-hmm. let me settle either, please. I won't. You I won't promise to be the village that I need. Of course. Okay. Of course. Hold me accountable, honey. Thank you. No, I want you to hold me accountable. Please don't let me. I need a village too. Oh, that's so small. I get to be Yo-Yo's village. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to make me emotional for real. <laughs> so what was it like being a part of Grand Theft Auto? Being a part of Rockstar's Grand Theft Auto was, for me... I, at that time, I didn't even know how big it was. And I remember standing in line at Target and talking to the lady and some young little white boy was like, um, are you so-and-so? And I was like, mm, no. He's like, you're not so-and-so? I'm like, no. He's like, uh, I said, Key Lolo? He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I said, oh, he said, you're so-and-so sister. I was like, mm-mm-mm. I don't know what you're talking about. And he said, Grand Theft Auto. And I said, oh, yeah, I am. He said, yeah, I, I recognized your voice. And I said, really? Wow. First time I ever even recognized that, how big that was. Because, you know, we had done games when it first started, mm-hmm. 30, you know, like 20-something years before then. Mm-hmm. So I never even, until I was like, really? And, you know, so I started adding that to my resume. And it, I mean, how did it not- huge. Had it not been huge, I would have never. And I didn't even realize how big it was. And then, you know, when I started telling people like, oh, that's me, and they're like, yeah, right. You know, like, it's the number one game. (laughs) Something I'm so that's why I'm so glad to say yes. This industry with this um game gaming world and being that the gaming world is so big right now, it's so huge. Right. I'm like, yeah, I'm like at the beginning of the stock market. So, um, so R. Kelly gave his number to your daughter. Oh God. Talk about it. I have to hear about this, honey. Now I, I know everybody will say, you know, y'all need to let that man go ahead and, you know, you know, 
and recover and do whatever he but i want to talk about the real i want to talk about what has been done and then we can talk about what needs to be done mm-hmm. you know well, what i mean you know um um you know it was something that happened you know and I, kelly was my friend you know mm-hmm. and i never really even thought about like none of that stuff they said about him you know right. It wasn't until it happened to me that I even mentioned it. It wasn't even uh, that I, I I thought, you know, even nothing about him. Even when all that stuff was going on, I never get into people business. I'm not a part of mm-hmm. that stuff. What happens in, you know, the British families and all that stuff, I don't give a shit, to be totally honest. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until it happened to me and, you know, all that stuff was going on with Kelly and then I was just like, I didn't care. And I brought my daughter to the studio. We was in the Valley. I brought my daughter to the Valley with me after I left the studio to go hear Kelly's new stuff. When I got home, you know, I heard him, you know, my daughter said, mom, please don't say nothing. I was like, say what? She's like, you promised you that? I'm like, say what? What am I going to say? He gave me his number. I was like, how do you know he gave it to you? You know, she was like, because when he left, I left. He hugged me. When he hugged me, he was like, call me. And that fucked me up because I was just like, you know, come on, I do. Like, would you do that to Q? Like, would you do that to Snoop? You know, like that's the only time I felt disrespected. And who gives a fuck if I said something out loud? I don't give a shit. Who cares? I don't care. Don't try Mm -hmm. me again. Don't try none of my kids, you fucking bastard. Don't do me again. (laughs) You know, you never have to me ever in your life, but don't ever try me again because I will speak out loud ever time. Mm -hmm. Don't try me or my kids. You know, I'm your friend. Don't do me. No, you can't have none of mine, nigga. Never. So get over it. That's the only time I see a yo-yo going from the sweet yo-yo to that mama. What's, what's it? Is a mama bear? Is that the one that, that would claw your freaking eyes out? Yeah, it was just, you know, and I hated that, you know, that made a big deal. But, you know, I, I'm not even in his business. I don't know enough about him to even be speaking about his business. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't know his business. I don't know what he do. I never even been, you know, I don't know right. none of that man's business. All I know is what happened to me that time. Other than that, right. I don't know none of this man's business. You know what I mean? And I don't even care because, listen, right. I'd have fucking been blown, uh, burned down his house. Mama Bear would have been burned down this house if mine was in there. Mm-hmm. So oh, I, already I don't know even it. know his business. I don't even know his business like that. I don't even get down with people like that. I don't even, I mean, like, you know, to even talk people's business like that. So, you know, the sad part about it was I don't even know his business like that to even talk his business. So the fact that people were saying, like, what happened with you and R. Kelly, I'm like, I don't even really care about R. Kelly or his business. And then we're going to go ahead and end this. But I, I kind of wanted wanted to ask, because you mentioned Tupac again. What would you think that Tupac would think about the business now, would think about music and that, that the kids are making today? I think he would be right in there with them, and he would probably be the best that ever done it. And I, I don't think he'd be complaining like people think he would be. I mm-hmm. think that he would just be, you know, one of the best that a slide in there, you know? He'd be the best um, if it was if it was whatever they're doing now. He'd be the best at it. I don't have you seen energy like his since? I have. I have seen a little bit. N- none that I'd like to compare because I'd have to really search and before mm-hmm. I read a comment. But Definitely. I have. I've seen people that have done great things with this new stuff. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I agree. My mom, my mother shaking her head and said, nobody. She ain't seen nobody. <laughs> I'm saying nobody. My mother's in the, she said nobody. She ain't seen nobody. No, I, I was, I was thinking a little something. Ask mom about Nas. Did she, did she feel that he gives you, and Kanye, all politics aside. Kanye, no. No, no. Nope. Do I think they can take the place of Tupac? No, no. not take the place. Do, do they give you like the same little energy? No. <laughs> mama has said it. Mama Mia has said it. This is is Yo Yo's mama, honey. She gonna tell it like it is. Y'all can follow her as well on social media. So you, if you want to know where Yo Yo got it from, she got it from her mama. She get it from me. <laughs> got me right. a down ass mama on my team. <laughs> hey, wait. Growing up was crazy in my days. We got our ass kicked. Mama, mama didn't play no Tetris and talking back was foul play. Had her own way of getting across, which was a bell of steel. Tell her school of workers we could all pay bills. Get nasty mm. in front of guests was the way she liked to do it. She'll say straight and straight. But you can stop them from coming and yo guys knew what time it was even they was checked i got a down ass mama because mama didn't take no <laughs> you know i think that might be a mama song in there too <laughs> Happy and, Mother's I, and Day. i think mama said mama don't take no mess would be would be the chorus oh yeah yes all right always looking forward to seeing you you always see me in the comments <laughs> okay. Well, let's link up. Make sure all your friends can follow me at Yo Yo Fearless on my social media site. And we do West Coast Wednesdays tonight. It starts at eight o'clock, and we do it. I'm going to be on it. All the information is in my bio. I'd love to see more artists um, get involved, and we'd mm -hmm. love to highlight them and show their um their 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 stardom and give them a, our platform. So. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m., MJ is in my bio. She is the person that um, you connect with to get yourself mm -hmm. all your artists on there. Yeah, and okay. I appreciate you so much. Definitely, because we got a whole lot of dreamers, honey, that want it. They would love to shoot their shot. Yeah, I appreciate it, yes. Thank you so much. Definitely. Well, thank you for coming on a good woman, honey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love my yo-yo, honey. Okay. I love my yo-yo. Thank you. You be safe out there. You too, baby. Okay. You, you too, definitely. Okay. Keep Yo-Yo safe. Yo-Yo, keep will. her safe as well. Keep Mama Mia safe. Oh, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're going to wear our masks, wear our gloves, and try right. Thank you, guys. I got to go. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay, peace. Bye, baby. Bye. Bye.